All right. Welcome to another edition of the Rough Rider podcast. Uh, today we have a 1994 graduate, um, someone that hung out with really, I think, all classes, and she can attest to that. Uh, Amy Brady, now Amy Brady Smith. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. So, how have you been? Good. I really resonated when you say people say their story's not that exciting. I don't think mine is, but I'm like, eh, maybe somebody's interested. I promise it is. <laughs> um, and like I've told other people, it's, it's, it's hard to compete with some of these people. I've lived in Des Moines my whole life. Um, some of these people saving, like John saving villages, like who could compete with that? Right. But um, you're here to tell your story and, and I know I want to hear it and I know other people do too. So why don't you tell us where you're calling from? Uh, right now I live in Waukee and I have the same story. I've never left Des Moines. I just moved from Des Moines to Waukee. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. So you graduated a year after, um, what was Roosevelt like once we left? I mean, it probably sucked, right? When, when 93 was gone, like the school was on the verge of closing and <laughs> it was crumbling. <laughs> I don't have a good answer for that because I wasn't there much longer than you guys. So uh, I think someone else mentioned this. The credits had changed. We went from seven classes a day to six classes a day. Nice. So classes had way too many credits. We didn't really have to stay the full senior year to graduate. We just needed government and econ. So I only went in the mornings for the fall um, in 93. So I actually finished in 93 at the end of the year and then did not go back to Roosevelt in the spring of 94. So you're a 93 graduate as well. Yeah, right, right. I, I correct myself then. Fellow 93 graduate, Amy Brady-Smith. There. Is that better? 94, though, right? I finished with them. Yeah. That's when you walked across the stage, probably, right? Right. Okay. So what'd you do after you walked across that stage? I'll tell you, uh, it was not brilliant, but I finished high school on a Thursday and started DMAC the following week on a Tuesday. And that was a huge culture shock, right? Um, because you show up to Roosevelt, do your thing. People kind of care if you show up or not. And then you go to a community college. No one cares. Right. Um, I had a hard time, like, DMAC's very small. But just, like, where are my classes? Where are my people? Uh, that was not a good idea. I probably should have taken that spring semester off and then went uh, to DMAC. I only ended up going to DMAC for one semester and then I did uh, the same as you. I ended up taking night classes at the Simpson Night College at Valley High School. Yeah. So which which DMAC did you go to? Ankeny. Okay. Yeah. I you know I went there too, and it is confusing. Like the numbers on the outsides of the buildings, the ones, the twos. Sometimes it's hard to find those. Right. Where do I park? Where am I going? Do I even care? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So then you went out to Simpson, and how'd that go? Uh, so I worked full time and did, did Simpson night classes one or two at a time um, because after high school, I had my daughter when I was 19, so very young. Um, yeah. So I had an order quickly, uh, which now my daughter's 25 and I have. Holy smokes. Yeah. So I'm Grandma Amy now. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> that is awesome. How is that treating you? It's actually really fun. Um, when my daughter had her son, uh, I got a bunch of cards and flowers that said, welcome to the club. And I was like, grandma's having 
love this is super weird, but now I get it. Um, raising your kid every five minutes feels like 50 minutes when people say like it flies by, you're like, really, it doesn't feel like it's flying. Um, she's 25. I remember changing her diaper and now like to see my grandson and we get, they live fairly close. So we get to see them a lot. It's really cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I'm not completely responsible for him. Right. Like we have goes home. Exactly. So yeah, that, is, that will be fun. You know, when I get to that point. Because I really, I, I would have as many kids as possible that we could afford. I, I love, and I think it keeps me young too. My kids are still somewhat younger, fifth and, and seventh. Um, it's just not feasible to have a bunch, but I've always wanted to adopt. And I, I can't, I mean, that's probably not going to happen. So I can't wait to be a grandparent like that. Yeah, I only ever had one child and I, I really didn't have a desire for more, but I always had kids. Like I was a big sister through big brothers, big sisters for six years. Cool. And then now I serve with Mentor Iowa. Um, just like, I just want to help kids in the community, but I don't want, I don't want to adopt or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Though. I didn't know that. And that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of what we're here to talk about, right? Yeah. All right. So what did you do? What did you do with your education? I know a little bit because, because we've crossed paths a couple of times. I, I know you worked at my bank for a while, but that isn't, all you've done. Um, so yeah, it, it really is. So, um, I do not have a degree, um, which used to really, really bother me, but now it does not bother me. Um, I have worked my tail up um, to get where I'm at today. So I, there was a point, um, in my career that my work experience outweighed and was more attractive than somebody coming in with a new college degree. Um, and I've mostly always worked in sales and that's something you don't learn in school. Um, you really have to learn by failing, <laughs> keep going. Agreed. Yeah. So now it doesn't bother me at all because I, I learned from different sources rather than actually having the degree. And that was not my plan, but that's how it worked out. Good. So it, what, what job are you, you in now? What field? The sales? Yeah. So I am a mortgage loan officer. So um, helping people refinance and buy homes. Oh yeah. So are you busy right now then? Is that? Oh, say that again. You broke up. Are you busy right now? Um, it has slowed down, but if you've seen the in the last two years, it's been like a fire hose in the face. So uh, I always just joke and say, I color my gray hair. Like it's uh, in sales and especially in my industry, it's all or none. Like everything all at once or nothing at all. So, um, right. Yeah. But it, it's a ride. Like uh, all the jobs I feel like I've ever had worked up to be prepared to just being slammed. Working. Are you still there? Yep. Okay. It was kind of breaking up a little bit there. Try to get a better connection here. Um, so give us a memory from Roosevelt. I want to hear what what some of your good and bad takes are um some of my best memories and i think dante said this also were the football games um i just thought they were so fun i had a, my sister was two years ahead of me in roosevelt so um it was fun we kind of had similar the same friends and so we get together and you know what night it was i remember decorating the car and we had like this junk wagon and like everyone met at Rosa 
made a parade of cars over to Williams Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like the football games were so fun. Uh, and I relate to a lot of people. Uh, I don't really have anything bad about Roosevelt. I don't have any teachers that stood out to me either. Uh, and sometimes I wonder, like, should I have applied myself more or what difference? I don't know. That's what everybody says, though. I mean, we've we all walk those halls and just kind of I mean, I, I don't know how challenging the Des Moines public school system was needing 17 and a half credits. And, and, you know, when everyone's friendly with the teachers and I mean, you really had to try to not get your degree. Yeah. And something that relates to this, that a, a lot of people probably don't know about me as um, my kindergarten through seventh grade was actually at a church school. So oh. when you, yeah. <laughs> so when you talk about theater schools, um, and kind of not knowing everyone that came from like the three elementaries to the two uh, middle schools. I watched my sister go straight from our church school to Roosevelt. And it's such a culture shock in many ways. Yeah. Um, I actually went to Callanan my eighth grade year just to people and understand the public school system. Because what I actually came from were we sat at the same desk all day and the teachers came to us. On days, the moms cooked lunch. There were no locks on the lockers. Um, there were like 20 kids in the seventh and eighth grade, like very small. Wow. Um, so coming to Roosevelt and just seeing the diversity with economics and just different cultures was very like, oh my gosh, do like, where do I fit in here uh, for us? And there was, there's just a very few of us that went to that school. So I didn't know anyone else at Roosevelt from that school. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. That's very cool yeah. to learn. I sometimes say that's why I'm I'm a little like rebellious, but I also feel like it was a good foundation of English and math because they really drilled it into us. And I felt like Roosevelt was not that challenging, but I think I also had a good foundation in English and math from the Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of breaking up a little bit. I am. I'm in the same place here. Okay. Is okay, that better? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What? Okay. So let's go from there. So no favorite teachers or, or hated teachers? Uh, not really, no. Um, I did take French class, and I think it's Mr. Thalen or Mr. Thalen. Um, he was probably the meanest teacher to me, but I probably also deserved it. <laughs> uh, but I do remember one time he put a movie in. You know how they put the movies in with those reels? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, God, I'm just going to sleep, right? Like, he shut the light off. I just laid my head down. And so he told me I needed to stand up the entire class. And I was like, I'm not doing that. What? Like, you give me a pass to the nurse. So he wrote out a pass to the nurse. But, of course, I never went to the nurse. So that was my first in-school suspension. <laughs> what, what grade was that? I think it was my sophomore year. But I was like, oh, my gosh, I'd never been in trouble before. But I totally deserved it. So you and I had one class together, I think in our four years, one that I can remember because I remember you sitting in front of me and I want to oh. say it was a math class. Um, and I, I can't oh, remember. Were you, was it geometry? It might've been, but you had um, these jeans that had hearts <laughs> on the back. Do you remember those? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. See, cause you sat in front of me and I remember seeing these hearts. I'm like, that's a weird place to put a heart. And it's on like the calf of the jeans of the back. Yeah, super weird. 
Yeah. I know. I think I had like two pairs of jeans in high school. So you probably saw those oh, many no. times. No, stop. <laughs> Any regrets from, uh, from high school? You know, I was thinking about that. I don't have any regrets. Um, I just sometimes think I felt like my freshman year was the funnest and then sophomore. And then I kind of felt like it went downhill from there. Um, so I always wonder, should I have applied myself more or met more people? Or would that even have made a difference? I don't know. Um, but I, like, I relate to a lot of the people who have been on the podcast because I didn't really understand who I was, like what I was doing until after high school. Yeah. And maybe that's why freshman year was so fun. Because you're just like this whole new world, you think? And you yeah, don't know what you I don't had... know. You're just going through it. Right, right. And I did play sports more my freshman year, but we really sucked because, you know, all the good players went to junior varsity. So I need, I meant to look in a yearbook, but I think my freshman basketball team, we were like 0 and 41. We were terrible. Oof. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Roosevelt several years later did win a state championship. I know, I know. I'm proud of them. Absolutely. That was awesome to see. All right. So you talked about decorating a car for, for football games. What kind of car were you rolling in? Because you didn't live too far from Roosevelt. No, I just lived in um it was on Pleasant Street. I grew up on Pleasant Street. Um, but the, just where the fire station is, just straight down. Yeah. Um, that street. Um, I didn't have a car for a long time, but my sister had a yellow Volvo station wagon that we rolled in. Those things are like indestructible. <laughs> and I'm it, pretty sure my dad had some like bread baking machine in the back that we just left in there. We those things. With it. That's awesome. And you never <laughs> yeah. drove that though? I did not. Um, yeah, I don't think I had a car until I was um, well into 16 um, because I had to buy my own car. So yeah, um, we did too. I had a lot of friends with cars, I feel like. so. Well, and you were someone that hung around with older people too. Yeah. So, shoot, why drive? Why pay for gas and insurance? <laughs> right. And you can call X up and, you know, there's your ride. Um, and I was pretty close to my friends too. So, yeah, it, did, it never seemed to be an issue. Yeah. So I know two of your jobs. I know you worked at um, the bank and I know you worked at Friday's. What are some of the best and worst jobs you've had? Um, I was thinking about that too. I don't, I don't ever have a job that I hated, but I did work at Baker's Square on Ingersoll. Okay, that's got to be pretty uh, close. Um, but I didn't really know any different. And so when I left there, I went to Fridays and the manager at Fridays just said, oh, you used to work at Baker's Square. They treat people like shit there. I'll hire anyone that's worked at Baker's Square. And I was like, Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do at Baker Square? Wait tables? Yeah. All right. Um, and then at Fridays, I actually worked with Matt Geis, which um, that's how I got to know him because I really didn't know him from high school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember seeing you guys there. And there was another Roosevelt alum there, too. There were a few. Um, Katie Parrish worked yep. there. Megan Ayers worked there. I didn't know about Megan. But, yeah, I knew Katie worked there. Um that place, and I don't know how they folded, like because ours was always busy. There was always a line. Some other they must have messed that chain up in other cities because ours always seemed to be doing pretty well. And you know, you go there on a Friday night, and get two fifty Long Islands. Yeah, but you got to think back then we really didn't have competition with restaurants. True, I guess uh, Jordan Creek hadn't quite opened all those restaurants either. 
Right, right. And um, one funny thing, and he'll hate me for saying this, but Matt, guys, um, I've never really called him Matt. We always call him Soup Boy. Um, Wait, why? Because you kind of know his personality. He just delivered some soup to some people's table. They didn't even order soup and walked away. <laughs> that, <laughs> the people okay. were like, what is going on? So everyone at Fridays, oh, we've always just called him Soup Boy no, okay. um, for that reason, which wait, is wait. hilarious. Let me jump in here, too. Since you're talking <laughs> about Matt Guys in restaurants, I also worked with Matt Geis at a restaurant and I have two great stories. <laughs> so he was waiting on some old people and they asked for coffee. They just wanted their coffee black. He walked around looking for someone to help him. Where's the black coffee? Where's I, where can I find the black coffee? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know it was coffee straight up. Like he's looking for black coffee. Um, That's and awesome. then another time he needed change and so we ran out of quarters, but there was a roll of quarters in the register. So he walks up to a manager who's talking to a table and asks how to open the <laughs> roll of quarters. Like he thought there was a proper way to do it. Like he's, he's the best man. Yeah. When he mentioned Papa's planet, I was like, Oh, I was there with him a lot. That was, that was a really fun time. You guys would drive from Fridays all the way down to Papa's. Oh, yeah. Five, remember how cheap it was like five cent draws or something? Oh, that's right. On like Thursdays or Wednesdays or something. <laughs> yeah. All right. So tell us about the family, your current family. I will. Uh, one other quick story, though. You yeah. guys had mentioned Brian Geist before also. Yeah. Um, and I've ordered a lot of bobbleheads from him. So yeah. I have just a real quick funny story with him. Um, I had ordered two bobbleheads and he asked me to meet him at Smoky Row on MLK. So I did. And it was raining. I met him in the parking lot and he handed me a big bubble wrapped package and I handed him a wad of cash, oh which boy. just had to look so dirty. Right. Yeah. Like, I laugh about that. I'm like, if there's any security cameras at all, that looked so terrible. But honestly, it was just bobbleheads, which he does an amazing job. If you, I know you said you have one. He does yeah. such a great job. He absolutely does. Uh, the family, yeah, I have my daughter. She's 25. She's in Waukee also. Um, and she did go to the downtown school in Des Moines. So she was open enrolled into Des Moines schools, um, which I just feel like was such a huge benefit because she actually then went to Callanan and Roosevelt. Nice. So we, we drove in from Waukee. Um, so I graduated in 94 and she graduated in 2014, which is pretty cool. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And she had a different experience than me. You know, she was on the swim team and into the arts. Um, she went to Central Campus. So she had a completely different experience. And so that was really cool. Um, and did, did you go to uh, conferences and see any of the old teachers by chance? Um, I went to conferences. I don't remember seeing any of the old teachers. Okay. And that's funny. I don't know how old our teachers were, but I kind of felt like they were old. When they went there. I think I think so, too. <laughs> um. Yeah, she now she actually like really talked to her teachers. Some of her teachers bought art from her. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, and like um she had a boy that was messing with her and the teacher stood up for her. Um and then he also gave her like the best advice I've ever heard from a teacher. She was broken up with and the teacher told her, "Hey, you know, boyfriends or girlfriends are like buses. Just wait. The next one will be by in 20 minutes." And um, that's so funny because that's true in high school, right? Like you yeah. that you had a breakup, but it's like two days later you were dating someone else. And it's like the previous one never happened. Right. You forgot their name. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so I have my daughter and then I married, my husband actually went to Valley. So he actually is a 94 grad also. Nice. Um, but we did not know each other in high school and I have a feeling that we would not have liked each other in high <laughs> school. So it's good that we met later in life. Right. I, I think I, uh, went to a Valley prom, so he was probably there cause it was right around that year. Oh, maybe I probably went to your husband's prom. Oh, that's awesome. All right. <laughs> Not with him, obviously. Uh, tell us what you do for fun. Um, so we took our marriage to a whole new level and bought a tandem bike a couple years ago. Uh-oh. I know, uh, which it actually works out good. But I checked with two bike stores, like, please talk about, like, tell me about this because my friends call it a divorce bike. So Yeah. Um, but their advice was like, whether your relationship is good or bad, you're right there together. But we ride long distances. So we actually went um, on Ragbri this past year. So 420 miles in seven days on the tandem. So no, thanks. Um, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's actually pretty fun, but you do have to get along well. So we bike a lot. Um, and we love living in Waukee because we can get downtown or we can go out to Panorin around. So um, mostly if it's nice outside, we're out biking. So there's a trail from Waukee to downtown? You still there? Are you there? Sorry, I had a yeah. call coming in. Oh, that's all right. So there's a trail from Waukee to downtown? Yeah, so you'll go through like the Greenbelt Trail. It goes down by where like Willis Auto Campus is. And yeah. then it ends up down by um, Walmart and Windsor Heights and then down okay. through Waterworks Park. So it's all very flat. For us, it's about 18 miles. Um, it's an easy just all trail to get down there. Yeah, nice. So do you, do you ride in the front or the back? Um, in the back, which is really crazy because that person in the front is called a captain and the back is called a stoker. So I'm a freaking stoker. Um, <laughs> There's names, man. I did not see this coming. <laughs> um, we, but my husband's tall. And so we had to buy the bike for his height. Um, so I actually tried to be in the front once and I can't, I can't reach the pedals like on the downstroke. So I have to, I have to be the freaking stoker. So do you slack off back there? Because he can't see if you're pedaling or not. Um, he can't see, but he says if I stop pedaling, it feels like he's biking through mud. So um, I do have to focus on pedaling, but okay. I, I really can't see anything. I can only see his back. So I just have to trust him to make good decisions. And uh, a lot of times I have my eyes closed because I really can't see anything. So what? we're just pedaling. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks, man. I couldn't do that. <laughs> It was weird for me at first because I'm very independent, but I was like, well, I, I can just pedal and I don't have to think. I don't have to make any decisions. So it actually works out kind of nice. Yeah. yeah, That's not me, but the, the closing the eyes thing, I, that's not for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I trust you. Anything else you do for fun? Oh, no, nah, I, I really can't think of anything. Like hang I've been out, working so much. Hang out much. with the grandson. Hang out with the grandson. We try to take him one night a weekend. Um, my, my mom moved uh, maybe an hour away, but my sister and brother are still here in Des Moines. I don't see my brother as often. He's younger. He went to Roosevelt too. Um, but my sister, I usually see every Saturday. She lives in Pleasant Hill. Um, so we're close and just always hang out. Good. So tell us someone who's... Uh... Who's made an impact on your life? 
Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't have like one person that I'm like, wow, you really changed the trajectory of where I was going, right? right. And I think that's partly my fault because I, I think I'm, I don't always present myself as approachable um, or willing to take people's opinions. Um, but one thing that did change for me is I went to um, Tony Robbins seminars. I've been to two of them, the Unleash the Power Within. And it's 50 hours and three and a half days. So it's very intense. Wow. It's not in your face, but he really has you think about the shit you tell yourself and if it's even true. Like, is that even your authentic self? The stuff that runs in your head. And a lot of it is what you heard from your friends or maybe your parents said. Um, so that really um, is, has changed like the way I operate is really getting to the, my like getting rid of things that other people have impressed on my head. Yeah. I could say at one point I was intimidated by you. But that's not a bad thing. I, for me, that's that's a good thing. That's a, I, I maybe not intimidation, but like a respect too. I think both. Because yeah, you're, I don't know where I got that from. My sister and I are both that way. Because <laughs> you're you're, and don't take this the wrong way, but you are a loud, um, w- woman. Like you put it out there, right? Yeah. Like there's no yeah. guessing. There's no guessing with you. Like whatever you feel comes out and I mean, like I said, there's no guesswork and I don't think that's a bad thing at all because nobody wants to try to guess what someone else feels, thinks, at least I don't. Um, yeah. And I can't live in that gray area. Everything is very black and white to yeah. me. So I just, yeah. If I offend someone or if someone doesn't like me, I always just think fair enough because I don't like everyone either. So yeah. <laughs> let's just move on. But that was before I got to know you too. I mean, from a distance, when you see someone like that, it can, for me can be intimidating. But I mean, I know you now. And I just know that's how you operate. So I'm not intimidated. I, I know that's not meant in a bad way from you. It's just who you are. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And when I worked at Baker Square, I worked with Rob <laughs> Askloff. And uh, yeah. he said, oh, my gosh, I, I can't believe you're nice. I just thought you were the type of person that wore black leather and beat people up. Which <laughs> <laughs> is so funny. Like, I've never been in a fight in my life. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, I can see where he's coming from a little bit. <laughs> so funny all right so you have a younger ish daughter so you've you've heard some younger music along the way even though she's probably not listened to a whole lot of today's but give us your take yeah i'm not really that into music so i'm not a great person to ask i don't enjoy it at all so like when my daughter plays her phone in my car i just like cringe and the same for her like if i'm playing my music yeah um like we're just too far apart i don't enjoy um today's music but i'm not really that into it either i'm mostly listening to audiobooks or podcasts yeah um, that's because we're I old look, yes i know i know um i do sometimes drive over to iowa city with the company that i work for and uh, if it's early in the morning i do listen to pandora hip-hop barbecue um which is all the old jams there you go <laughs> that really gets you going <laughs> good i get that's you're, you're along the lines with, with what we've talked about. Although I have gotten some good tips. Um, Holvik put some good stuff out there and Truesdale and uh, Justin Berkeley did too. So it's, uh, I, I don't want to say all new music is bad, but take some of their hints, write down some of the names that they presented. It's not bad. Okay. I should. Yeah. I just don't really ever get into music. My husband's really into music. So I've been to all kinds of crazy concerts um of just all different things that's not a bad thing so when you say crazy 
Like, give me an example. Uh, Buckethead at Woolies. Um, is that so? Eminem at the Kansas City Raceway. That's good. But Buckethead yeah. is that the guy that played guitar for Guns N' Roses? I don't even know. He's very tall. Um, all he does is play guitar and wear a KFC chicken bucket yeah. on his head. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh, which I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> so, like, I don't so, get into that at all. So he's still doing that gimmick, like with the bucket. Like, yes. Come on, dude. Your music should, at this point, your music should be what you're known for, not wearing a KFC bucket on your head. Yeah. It's so, it is interesting. Like his opening act had, um, like basically jars of water and was making sounds with them. And we were like, this is the craziest thing ever. Where was this venue at? Woolies downtown. Okay. I mean, to me, it sounds like it was in someone's backyard. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, tell the listeners something they wouldn't know about you. Um, I think the church school is probably the one thing like that no one ever knew because I didn't realize that you guys didn't all know each other when you were in high school together. Um, so I just kind of played along, but I really didn't know anybody. Yeah, I, n- I never would have guessed that. You fit right in. I mean, it helps that you hung around with someone like Alyssa Jensen who walked around she like she did owned- go to my, she went to the same church school that I went to. And that explains how you guys were so close then. Yes. And she walked around like she owned the school. I know, but she only went her freshman year. So um, <laughs> then when I started, she was gone. So, yeah. So how did I know that you guys knew each other? Because I did know that. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I mean, we were like, um, you may not relate to this, but like we went to our, we used to dress alike every single day at school. Like we were like super close and like I was always uh, at her house. And lots of hairspray. We to, uh, oh yeah. I know. Like the one regret I have is probably for the ozone. Like why did yeah. we do our hair like that? Oh, God. <laughs> oh poor ozone. So bad. I know. All I look that- at those pictures now and I, I laugh though. You see on Facebook all the time, like this is how we unfriended people in the back of the day. And it's like a Sharpie through some girl with big hair space. Like that's so funny. Poking the eyes out. (laughs) (laughs) You want to play some rapid fire? Sure. All right. So beer or liquor? Liquor. Summer or winter? Summer. Easy, right? Yeah. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Good. Okay, this is Twizzlers or Red Vines? I don't even know why you asked this. No one is going to say Red Vines. Twizzlers for sure. I know. this. Is, so I don't ever want to influence anybody, but if there's anybody on Team Red Vines, I mean, feel free to speak up because Red Vines are my jam. Yeah, I think you're the only person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deep dish or thin crust? Thin crust. Oh, Mexican or Italian? Italian. McDonald's or Burger King? Uh, neither. I can't. I just can't. Target or Walmart? Target. <laughs> Poor Walmart. Poor Walmart and Red Vines are like grouped together. Oh, for however many people have been asked. I think um, you would eat Red Vines and shop at Walmart if you were desperate. You know how many people probably eat Red Vines at Walmart? <laughs> That's probably where people go to get them. Like they are. That's the, probably where you buy them. Yeah. The, the redheaded licorice. Um, our logo or Teddy on the horse? The R logo for sure, which yeah. actually I'm going to put a fun fact in here. 
Um, I actually have a Christmas ornament with a piece of the Roosevelt chalkboard um, with the R logo like hooked to it um, because when my daughter was in high school, they pulled all the chalkboards and added whiteboards in. So they cut those chalkboards up. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Which is cool. That is very cool. Uh, eBay or Amazon? Amazon. Agreed. Goonies or Back to the Future? Mm, I'd have to go with Goonies. Ice Cube or Dre? Ice Cube. Margarita Blended or On the Rocks? Rocks. Pearl Jam or Nirvana? Uh, neither. Okay. Hot or mild? Um, now that I'm older, I have to say mild. <laughs> <laughs> Pepto-Bismol in the liquid form or in the tablets? Right, like, I used to like hot, and then I'm like, why do I feel like crap? Right. Steak or chicken? Steak. Twinkies or ho-hos? Uh, probably neither, but if I had to pick, I'd pick ho-hos. Football or basketball? Football. Casey's or come and go? Come and go. Doritos or Pringles? Doritos. Car ride or airplane? Airplane. Yeah, agreed. Good call. So the the age-old question that we ask, um, the three people to dinner, you kind of know how this goes. So you get three yeah. people, past or present, alive or dead. Who are you having to dinner? I would say my grandparents, because I really never knew in, any of them. So both of my grandpas passed away before, like maybe when I was like two or three. Um, and then my grandma's, I never really got to know. And I don't really know why that maybe I just looked at them as old and thought I was too cool is my thought. Um, but I really wish I could have dug into their life, like hear their story. Um, Cause I feel like when you tap into your older relatives, you really learn who you are and then make decisions from there. So um, I, I missed that. So I would like that. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, I can't think of anyone. Yeah. I don't blame you for, I mean, sit down, spend all that time with them. That's my grandma would definitely be at my table too. Um, you can't put a price tag on, on that experience. Uh, any alums that you want to hear in the future? Yeah. I've heard people say Jay Singleton and Corey Williams. They would be great on here. Um, Agreed. I think Ryan Ford would be really good. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's doing amazing things that um, would be great to hear. Um, Emily Holiday, I think, would be fun on here. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I I want to bounce up and down the scale. I've had, you know, basically just the three grades, the one above us and, and the one below 93. So I've had 92 and 94 on. I need to do a better job of getting a little wider scale so – um, some of the people that we have in the group can hear people they went to high school with. And that's, that's on me to do that. And, and I do need to reach out and do that. But those names that you mentioned, absolutely. Um, and one Jay, other one would be Brooks Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, man. If that dude could find time, you know, he's yeah, pretty, I know he's doing such cool things in Des Moines. Right. And around the world, I think he goes to Iceland quite a bit too. Yeah. in Japan. And Oh yeah. They do do something in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to get him on um, for sure if he'd be willing to. All right. So, anything you uh, you want to 
get off your chest or clear the air about? Nope, I don't have anything. Nothing. I kind of wish I had this story like Matt Jeter where I set off smoke bombs and nobody even crossed yeah. my mind, but I don't have that. How's about that for a mic drop, right? <laughs> I know, because I I feel like I remember that. And like they kept saying, Could someone come forward? Did anyone see anything? And like, who, no one would guess it was Matt Jeter. No, he was, I mean, to the teachers, he was quiet. He was Matt. I mean, if you knew him behind the scenes, you knew he was a little more of a rascal. But to have that bomb, smoke bomb dropped on this podcast was kind of cool. Or Justin Berkeley getting into to Vig's office and stealing people's hats back and selling them to him. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. But, um, you know, I appreciate you coming on. Um, yeah, thanks I really for having do. me. I love that you're doing this. Yeah, thank you. Um, it, it's kind of twofold. It, gives me a chance to talk to people and catch up a little bit. I think it gives uh, people a chance to tell their story and, and other people to listen. So um, it's been a lot of fun. It is work, but um, it's fun work and yeah. I hope more people are willing to do it. And I can't thank you enough for coming on. And it's been good to catch, catch up with you. Um, Cause we used to see each other out and yeah, it's, it's been too long. So thank you again. And um, I appreciate you coming on Amy. Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. Have a good night. You too. Bye.